my name is Kathleen and I like to talk. So maybe that's not the way I should start this, but well, my name is Kathleen and today I felt compelled to talk about something that I, I hesitate to talk about because I, something that you may or may not know about me is that I am a stoner, I guess is what you would call it. I like to smoke weed. I've been smoking weed, uh, for years now. I have for those, all those years have been a big advocate of, uh, you can be a very productive person in society and also be a quote unquote pothead. And I've kind of taken pride in being that person, you know. Uh, Over the years, my use got gradually more and more bigger. Um, uh, Frequent, I guess I should say. And I was just, you know, using that instead of my antidepressants. I just found it more effective. I was less depressed. Uh, Granted, you know... I did all this stuff on my own accord. I mean, I had friends who smoked just as much as I did, but, you know, I still held a job. I, you know, paid my bills. You know, I was late to work a lot, but I feel like that's just whatever, you know. I basically was one of those stoners who advocated big for making it legal because, you know, there are people can be very productive and it does have a lot of great qualities and it, you know... I made edibles for some of my friends whose family members or cancer patients who, you know, really couldn't eat without edibles or without weed. You know, I think that there's definitely was and is a place for marijuana in medicine, but that's kind of not the point of what I wanted to talk about today. What I really wanted to talk about, I hesitate to talk about because maybe Two years ago, I would have said, like, this is crazy. What is marijuana psychosis? That sounds like something, you know, a Karen would make up to get her kid to stop smoking weed or to, like, help stop the legalization. You know, you know, whatever. Because, you know, that's just, I still smoke weed. Like, I smoked weed today before I did this podcast. So I need to preface all of this by saying that, like, I'm not shitting on weed smokers. So with that being said, I, two years ago, I met who is now someone very important in my life and, uh, happens to be the love of my life, my boyfriend. So he, before we met, something happened where he had to take some time to deal with his own mental health. And he mentioned that, you know, That was before I met him, like, months before, and that he was doing a lot better. But he hadn't smoked any weed since uh, whatever this incident was, you know, where he, like, had a lot going on. You know, he was kind of vague about it, but, you know, I trusted him and I really cared about him. So I still trust him. Um, Anywho, so kind of, like, at that time two years ago, I was smoking weed pretty constant. It was still pandemic you know, like the height of the pandemic. And I was at home a lot. And, you know, I could smoke weed all day, really, if I had some or the money. And I did because, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. So 
I was smoking like right to when I woke up. I was smoking while I cooked dinner, while I cleaned, you know, it's just kind of like if you're a heavy stoner, you know what I'm talking about, like where it just kind of like you just exist stoned all the time and you start to like feel weird when you're not stoned, you know? So I don't know. Anyways, so one day I'm not sure. I don't exactly remember what happened. I know that we got our friend gave us this edible that another friend made, but we didn't know the dosing of it, which right there is like our first mistake. Your first mistake, if you're getting an edible, you don't know how many milligrams it is. I wouldn't even, at this point, what I know now, I wouldn't even eat it. But a general rule is to eat a quarter, you know, just to be safe and then kind of go from there because. I, and you know what's funny is I knew that rule for the longest time, but I never really got into edibles. I just prefer smoking flour. You know, I'm not even trying to sound like any sort of anything. It's just personal preference. Um, So edibles for me were just never really that appealing, even though I enjoyed making them and like selling them to people. I kind of realized like how strong they can be like when you don't dose them properly. So anyways, my boyfriend ate like half of a cookie And it turned out to be, like, a really high milligram. I want to say it was, like, 150 milligrams or something cookie. And he is a lightweight. Mind you, he has a history of, like, weed kind of making him a little more paranoid than the average bear, you know. So, whatever. I really didn't think anything of him eating this edible because I had no idea what kind of night I was in for. So... He eats this edible, and he kind of starts acting, like, so bizarre, like, kind of, like, really hyper, and then, you know, it was, like, a really quick shift, like, from one moment to the other, like, we were high, he was like, whoa, I'm high, you know, and I'm like, yeah, me too, you know, I'm high as well, and I I only ate a quarter because I didn't know, I, you know, I followed that rule, um, and he was just kind of being a little strange. And I just remember being like, whoa, this dude, like, cannot handle his weed. I just remember being like, yeah, he's just so high. Like, you know, whatever. But it wasn't it wasn't bad, you know. It was just like, you know, when somebody's too high, they sometimes just kind of act bizarre. Or they're, like, kind of, I don't know, all over the place. Or they melt into the couch. It just really depends on the weed. And that's another topic that I won't go on just yet. But, yeah, so he... From one moment to another, I kind of see a shift in his face, and he's just, like, starts asking me questions, and he's just like, you know, how, why, why do you meet so many of the requirements that I look for in a person, and, you know, you're just so perfect for me, like, all these things, and I really, at first, was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet, you know, like, yeah, babe, we are really perfect for each other, um, you know, I don't know, it just kind of worked out that way, huh? Like, you know, whatever. And he was, then it like turned this really bad turn where he took it, started being like asking if somebody, like asked me to promise him if somebody had sent me, you know, like if I was there by choice, you know, or if I was being forced to. And then it just really got just kind of went really downhill from that point. I mean, I won't out of respect for my boyfriend, You know, I won't go into every single gory detail, but I'll try to give you enough to kind of give you the idea of the severity of it. Um, You know, he started questioning everything about me. You know, we were still early in our relationship, like six months in, 
you know, and we were, our relationship was so good, like really good, uh, scary good, you know? So I thought maybe, you know, he's high, a little paranoid. This is the extreme version. Like maybe that's what's happening. So I kind of tried to make light of it. I was like, you know, giggling a bit, being like, Hey, you know, it's cool. Like, I love you. We're just great. You know, we're a really great pair. But then it's like he was, he wasn't checking, like he checked out, like he was having a separate conversation in his head or maybe there was voices, you know, it's kind of, I'll get more onto that later because of stuff I learned later. Maybe if anybody actually is interested in this, I can go into more detail. Um, but yeah, he really scared me because he started really, he, he was crying. He thought that somebody was coming to get him. He thought that his whole life was being engineered by some entity, you know, that unknown and that, you know, I was even working for them. And at some point he, you know, asked me like, what was the point of all of this? Like, what is the end game? Like, you know, do y'all want me to live? And it was just really, really terrifying, you know? And I was crying because at one point I thought maybe he was going to hurt himself. And there was like brief moments of sanity where he would like, I could tell he was clear eyed. You know, if you've experienced when this kind of like psychosis and situation, then you kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Like there's brief glimpses that they're still there, but it's like really brief and you're not really sure like what they're receiving and what they're not. Like I would talk to him, but he was looking right through me. Like he, you know, and the first time this happened, I um, handled it probably really wrong. I mean, as good as I could have, but I just didn't know at the time. I had no idea marijuana psychosis was a thing. So I like, you know, freaked out. I freaked out. So I was crying. He was crying. He was, he thought his life was ending. And, you know, even whenever I, I, so he called his mother at some point and I, you know, I got on the phone with her and I said, I'm going to see what's going on. I think I'm going to call his sister, you know? And then I called his sister and she, you know, explained to me that like he had something like this happening before with weed, um, you know, but the thing is, it doesn't happen all the time. Like he was, we smoked fine for six months, you know, like smoked a joint, smoked some bowls, like everything was fine. Um, so it's just, it's just, to me, it was just so like it being psycho. Like I thought something was wrong with him. Like I genuinely, after that happened, I was like, not wrong with him. You know, I just thought he had something like undiagnosed, like maybe he was schizophrenic or maybe some sort of illness, you know? So I was just deeply sad by all this. I mean, I had to call his sister and his sister came and she ended up helping like bring him back down to earth, but he lasted six hours like that. And then finally in the morning, you know, he woke up. We both woke up. I laid in bed and I couldn't sleep. I was, I'll be honest with you. And I have told him this, you know, I was terrified. Like I was afraid that he would do something that he, you know, wasn't in his right state of mind. And I did not sleep that night. You know, I was really scared until I think I fell asleep because he started maybe like a few hours after. I'm sorry. This story makes me upset because it just was so scary to see someone you like really care about be in such a like scary position where you can tell that they're not in control of their reality. And, you know, I didn't sleep until he rubbed my back that morning. And that's how I knew he was, you know, him again, like, because he, 
you know, he was touching me because he, for the past, I don't know how many hours before that, you know, he refused to even like sit next to me. He thought I was this, I don't know, whatever he thought I was, you know, so it was really, really scary. So I was like, okay, I even kind of cut back on my weed intake after that because it freaked me out. It wasn't even about like changing myself for my boyfriend. You know, it just scared me. Like it was just scary. And yeah, so ugh, hold on, let me let me like clear my nose for a second. <sighs> 